An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. Save me a prayers. Little bird, little bird, spread your wings and away. Ignoring phone calls when she hit me, I don't answer. Cause I'm faded, I ain't trying to listen to another lecture. She said, I know you well, why you don't let me in to help you? These groupies at these parties, they don't even know the real you. Push me so far, then I got nothing else to tell you. If I don't make you happy, hope success and all the wealth. The mistakes can always turn into another lesson, though. Say I'm selfish, but you're telling me what I already know. Don't ask about me, you'll be happier to let you know. You just don't budge, you're just like an old judge. Can't you see we got stains on us? This is no smudge. You got every right to hate me, but you still hold no grudge. You gotta go, even though it hurts us, this for certain. Even though I'd hate to see you with another person. And even though you'll always be there and my heart just lurking. Haunting me, I gotta find myself and now I'm searching. I wish you happiness, one day you'll find the right one. You're a queen, you deserve to be treated like one. Karma is a bitch, I'm well aware one day it might come. Yeah, one day it might come. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. I want to actively, you know, keep doing storytelling and telling you guys things that's going on in my life. But at the same time, I don't always share stories that's currently happening. It could have been weeks, months ago. So just don't focus on the timeline. Focus on the main part of what the story is about. One of the hardest things I will say that I had to go through this year, now that we're closing out 2019... It would be coming to realization and coming to own up with my own shit. A lot of people don't like to come to terms with their trauma or their hurt or their flaws, you know, toxic behaviors. And um, I actually was talking to two of my best friends and we were talking about like certain toxic behaviors that they've noticed of other people or of themselves. And at this time when I was talking to my friends, I came to a discovery of something that I was very afraid that would happen to me and I knew eventually it was going to happen and I knew the day that I would find out that that it was going to happen it was going to hurt me it was gonna affect me I wouldn't say break my heart I would say it was gonna affect me majorly and coming to this discovery about something that I was so afraid of having to face one day um, it's like for example when a parent is sending their kid to college, they know that that day is going to be so heartbreaking, but it's going to come one day and that day they're probably going to cry and they're probably going to be hurt, but they know that it's going to come and they know they have to let them go. And as a parent myself, um, it's something that every day you're thinking it's going to come, it's going to come. And then when it comes, you can't help but get hurt and feel your emotions and feel your feels. But at the same time, it's bittersweet because you're finally feeling the last feels of something traumatic that happened to you. And you know that from that moment on, you will never allow that trauma to overpower who you are. You're never going to let that trauma and that hurt and that pain control you anymore because you're letting it go. Because you finally face the judgment day. You finally face that day. And after that, 
it has no control over you. I'm sorry if my voice cracks because it's something that I don't like talking about and I know my audience loves to hear the deep episodes and the relatable ones and the one about heartache and pain and trauma and all this shit and I get that and that's why I'm sharing it. So if my voice cracks, it's because it affected me majorly. I'm trying to go through this episode without fucking crying. Ugh. Okay. Now I kind of understand when famous people like Selena Gomez or whoever is singing a very emotional, sad song, when they're singing it and they're feeling the words and the lyrics and they just start crying, you're like, oh my God, that, that must be so embarrassing for them. But I can't imagine what it must feel like writing a song about someone or something in your life that happened and then being on stage with a bunch of people staring at you while you're performing it and then you're feeling your feels on stage. I feel for them. I really do. Actually, speaking of famous people, I actually just got a review on iTunes and I thought it was beautiful. Um, Thank you for this listener for writing this. She said, thank you so much for making this podcast. I listen to you every Wednesday. She goes, I heard a song on the radio the other day and it made me think about you and your podcast. It's called Selena Gomez, Lose You to Love Me. And I was like, damn girl, we on the same level. Thank you. So thank you for that uh, listener who wrote that. That song is very powerful and that song means a lot to me. Um, I definitely had to hate someone to love myself. I definitely had to lose someone to love myself and to find myself. Um, So thank you for that review. I'm going to be unfiltered, uncensored, authentically myself, transparent. So the discovery that I found out was something that I was afraid that was going to happen for a while and it was eventually going to happen. I found out that my ex-fiance is in a serious relationship. The man that ghosted me before my wedding, who said he is not emotionally available because he's got some healing to do from his childhood, some healing to do with his life and his career, and the emotional available man, who was supposed to be my husband, who told me that if he's ever in a relationship, it would always be me, is in a new serious relationship in his new life with a girl who looks like me. And just three months ago, he told me until I am healed and I am at a better place in my life and I don't love you anymore, I am not going to date. The day that I stop loving you is the day that I will be in a relationship. And that crushed me. This man found a new relationship which you know social media makes it seem like they're happy and everything is great and we all know that's not true but it's the fact that he is rubbing it in and what I mean when I say he's rubbing it in because he's told me that he puts certain things on public on social media for me to see but everything else is very private in his life and he decided to make this very publicly like I haven't been hurt enough like the knife in my heart can't be shoved in more and it's not that I'm stuck on my ex it's not that it's the fact that someone hurt me so bad and still feels the need to hurt me more I fell in love with the devil himself he is a mean mean man and I knew this day was going to come and it came but I am not giving him the reaction that he thinks I would give him because normal me would have cussed him out would have flew over there like episode two would have fought the girl would have yelled at her why 
I love myself more than that. And he doesn't owe me shit. It's the fact that he has the balls to rub it in my face and still not come to terms that I deserve a fucking acknowledgement would make me think that he is not a mind fuck, that he is not mentally fucked in the head. And I know I'm never going to get it, but the fact that you are rubbing it in my face after everything that I've done for you, after everything you put me through, it makes me hate an evil, mean man like this. But back to um, the conversation that I was saying about my friend, she said, your last episode on your bucket list, number one, was to love and be loved unconditionally. And you said you achieved that and you were very grateful for that. So going back, if you can do it all over again, would you? I thought that was a freaking amazing question. And I said, I'm happy I got to reach a love I didn't think existed. Yes, I couldn't love my first real relationship. And my second one was very superficial, that relationship. It wasn't love. It was more of the image of that what that person presented. But the third important relationship in my life was deep love. And I'm happy to know it exists because for a long time after those relationships, the first two relationships I had, I was like, does real, real unconditional love exist? I don't think so. I think everyone gets bored after a couple years and everyone just kind of just gets used to it and routine. But my third relationship, I really felt deep love. And I'm happy that I experienced deep love. And I'm happy that now I know that there is such thing as unconditional love in a relationship. And I'm not talking about motherly and fatherly love. I'm talking about in a relationship. I'm happy to know it exists. But no, it wasn't worth it. And she wrote back to me. She said, So you're saying you wouldn't want to experience it all over again? Like if you can go back right now to the day you met that person, would you? And I said, would I do it all again if the end results can't be changed? Like if I can't go back to change anything and just relive everything and then I'll be in 2019 where I am today? No, I wouldn't. I would rather have amnesia and not know what it was like meeting that person ever. And then I explained why. And I'm not bitter because it's not about the experience. It's about the person that I fell in love with. I fell for not just a man that we couldn't make it work. You know, people are like, it was a great relationship. We really truly loved each other but it just didn't work out or because you know obstacles got in the middle of the way family or work or whatever got in the middle no that's not what happened in my situation I fell in love with a manipulator a man with narcissistic traits a mooch a gambling addict a player a compulsive liar a sociopath a mean mean man who one day when I got in my car accident I didn't have a car because I totaled my car. And I couldn't get a new car because I co-signed a car for him. So I already had a car loan on my credit. And I was walking on the side of the street to go run errands or try to get a rental car, take my kids to school. And this guy is driving around his new life with my name on that title in his glove compartment. Driving around with my name on his car note. And I called him. On the side of the road as I'm walking, I asked if he could get me an Uber. And he told me, you should have thought that before you left your house and hung up on me. When I spent money, time, and gave him the opportunity to better himself with a vehicle that no one else would help him with. And you couldn't get me a $12 Uber as I'm walking on the side of the road while you're living your new life. 
that is a mean, mean person. I don't like to rub it in his face. Oh, I gave you this. I gave you that. Because I understand what it means when people are like, don't throw it in my face if you're going to do something. No, but I'm trying to show you that that was my way of showing love. To help you, to better you. Because it wasn't all about me. And you couldn't get me an Uber. Me giving him all that stuff was the way I, I showed him love. I didn't have misfortunes of, yeah, it was an amazing love, but it just didn't work out. No. I fell for a mean, addictive narcissistic, compulsive liar, a player, a mindfuck. I fell in love with the devil himself. So would I go back and redo it again? Fuck no. Because there wasn't enough highs worth for all the lows that I got. And knowing that now, it's crazy. What the discovery that I came across that was my biggest fear that I knew would come one day, I see this person completely different than I did a week ago. I feel like liberated. It's like, again, back to the analogy of your parents and the college. Now let's revert it instead of being the parent. I'm the child now. It's like moving away to my first day in college. I am scared. I'm sad about what I'm leaving behind. And I feel so free. And I feel like the world is my oyster. And I don't think I'm ever gonna come back home. That's how I feel closing out 2019. I'm happy for the things I went through. I'm happy for the experience and what I learned. I'm happy where I'm at now, how much I do love myself more than I ever did before. I mean, I'm not completely 100%. Queen B here, like, oh, self-care, self-love. I struggle a lot. Everybody's going to. That's part of the journey of self-love and self-care. You're always finding new things you need to work on. But I could say that I want nothing to do with anything in my past. And I can honestly say that so firmly without my voice cracking, without any pain. Because they say when you talk about something that hurts still, your voice cracks. You cry. And I can honestly say I want nothing to do with my past. And it feels so fucking good saying that. And a couple days ago, I was... um, watching this guy Anthony from New York I mean he's an amazing youtuber um his name is Cancer Moons Terror and he did a reading closing out December and man he picked up my energy so bad I was literally bawling in my car at a Wawa parking lot because I felt like he was directly talking to me he was talking about my childhood he was talking about my last relationship he was talking about how the reason why I accepted so much shit And so much verbal abusive shit from this relationship is because I grew up with the same stuff that I was being handed to in this relationship, but at the same time being told I was loved. So I thought that being verbally abused, but them telling you they love you was love. Saying it out loud sounds fucking stupid, but that's what I thought. I thought that as long as they tell you they love you and they keep coming back, that means they love you. No matter if they verbally abuse you, no matter if they call you names, no matter if they call you a slut, call you every name in the book or make fun of you and make you feel like you're below them when you always try to raise them up. But because they always came back and because they always said they loved me, I thought that was love. And now, the past couple months, I've been realizing that's not fucking love. Like in episode 17, my conversation with this guy. That's not fucking love. That's not fucking love. 
And it feels so good to not have to be told this, but to realize it within me. It feels so good to finally be like, wow, I actually do understand that and believe that. Because when somebody tells you all the time, like, you need to get over that pain, you need to get over your trauma, you're not going to get over it until you come to realization of what it is and what you need to get over. And I fucking finally did. And it feels fucking great. I literally felt like I just got out of jail after being in it for six years. Today, this week, the end of this year, Gemini full moon, 12-12 of 2019, was the day that I got out of my mental imprisonment and I felt free. And that's how I'm going into 2020. Um, I want to give you guys a little clip of the audio of Cancer Moon's terror Anthony. He said this is the most intensive reading he's ever had. He almost breaks down crying two parts of the video. Um, I'm going to put the audio on here if you want to check it out my YouTube as well. And check him out on YouTube. It's Cancer Moon's Tarot. T-A-R-O-T. I say that word very weird actually now that I (laughs) hear myself. Um, Check it out. But here's the clip to that audio that I was just speaking of that is literally what had me breaking down at a Wawa parking lot. But here you go. You've passed the test is immediately what came through. You've passed the test. It symbolizes coming to the completion of a cycle. It talks a lot about learning the lessons that you've needed to learn. If you don't take accountability for your traumas in order to change and move forward, then you will forever be trapped in that cycle of being traumatized. I think that 2019 was the self-love ascension where everybody had kind of learned of you know, this isn't serving in my highest of good. Everyone was raising their vibration in the planet and everyone was going through spiritual awakenings, recognizing I deserve better in my life than what I've been treated as. And I have to love myself and respect myself enough to know what I'm worthy of. I think that's so powerful. You're really escaping the mentality of being stuck in your trauma and stuck in your head and stuck in things that have happened to you as if you are deserving of what has happened to you, right? Yes, negative and bad things happen to everybody, but you don't deserve the negative or bad things that do. The thing is, is that if you wallow in those bad things that have happened to you, you will never get to experience the good things because you are trapped in a you know, numerous cycle. If I'm showing someone love, why aren't they reciprocating it? fearful of that that every relationship you bonded with a man you couldn't trust him and he left because you believe that men always leave right we're going really deep here so whoever this person is in your life no matter how much they would say that they loved and cared for you you always kind of came from a place where you felt like you weren't loved you always felt like even though they'd say it it was like i don't feel it and that's kind of where it's coming from Lessons that needed to be learned was to escape what you've suffered with. You know, you're choosing no longer to suffer. And I think that you've been suffering for a while in this energy. This definitely feels to me, this could be a recent relationship you have, but this for some could be from your parents. Um, It could be from, you know, a person in general who is consistently looking for attention, but feeling as if they never got it. I don't think that you're an attention seeking person. I just think that you wanted to feel loved. And because you didn't, um, it led you to feel like you needed to act out in certain other ways to gain attention. Fuck, we're going deep. Through many relationships of people treating you poorly and accepting them because you don't believe that you are worthy enough for someone to treat you in a really good way. Because you believe that love, as long as they say they love you. And now moving into 2020, you are getting so self-aware realizing this is not love at all. This is not love at all. The way that people have treated me is not love. If people really want to treat me the right way, if people really cared for me, they wouldn't treat me this badly. This is somebody who fucked up the 
uh, perspective or perception of love for you. It's because the person, whoever you were dealing with at the time, didn't necessarily know that was love. You know? You've been heartbroken so many times, you don't even want to give love a second chance because it's like, if no one can understand me and if no one can appreciate the love that I do offer, then what's the point of giving love to the world when I can just work on myself and work on my own mental health? I feel like whoever you're connecting with was a person who was very inconsistent with attention giving. They always seemed to be very on the fence or very indecisive in regards to how they spread it or shared it with you. So considering and due to their inconsistency, it started to confuse you emotionally. Like, how do I know I'm getting emotional? Um, wow. Let me get a second. So I feel like whoever you're connecting with, they were the type of person who would show you love and then they wouldn't show you love and it would confuse you on, do you care for me at all? You know, you'd kind of come to this question of, does this person really give a fuck about me? It always seemed like they took very good care of themselves, but did they ever take very good care of you? Now, of course, this person would say to the death of them that they do love you, right? The lover's card. They acknowledge that they cared for you. Sometimes it almost looked like they never cared at all. Sometimes it looked like they only cared about themselves. Something that affected you in the way that you perceived love. Now, how you were affected was because you felt a lack of attention, a lack of affection, yet you were told that you were being loved. They have attracted connections where people have been um, mentally abusive towards you, where people would treat you like shit and you would sit there and take it because you thought that this is what love was. And that's not the truth of the situation because in a real loving relationship, somebody will not, will not 110% call you mean things or treat you in a bad way, abuse you mentally. They will treat you like you're a motherfucking king or queen that you are. In the past, you took so much shit from people that you didn't need to because you thought you loved them or you thought they loved you. They lied to you, they didn't love you because they didn't treat you how you deserve to be treated. And this kind of made your perception of love change a little bit because it's like, well, if that's love, then okay, that's love. They made you strong in a sense because how they treated you and with the way that you felt so unloved, it made you so bitter towards love. Like almost where you come from, I don't know what love is because if love is this, then this isn't really something that I want to put myself in. You only feel like you're worthy of getting a little bit of affection here and there, um, and then at the same time getting a little bit of toxicity. It's almost like the love that you think is love isn't love. And I don't wanna say that to hurt anybody or to offend anybody, but it just feels to me that you've been given false love. Because it doesn't matter if someone says I love you, what matters is if someone really shows it. And if someone's gonna show you they love you, they're gonna be there for you all the time. They're gonna show you attention and affection. You know, when someone really loves someone, they'd do anything for them. And they'd also do anything for their happiness. So I feel like because you felt so unloved at times, it kind of messed up your perception of love for you. You may have taken a lot of shit in a lot of relationships because you thought that was love, but that wasn't love. And that's where your perception was first warped. From the first time you took abuse or negativity from someone and it was called love. Now coming into the present day, what are you recognizing? Well, you're recognizing that you have had trauma.
You've always had a lot of stressful relationships for some of you. The reason why I say this is because I think you've always been frustrated that people don't understand you every time you formed a relationship with someone and you would show love from your own perspective and they wouldn't even get it. You would care for people in many different ways, but you always felt misunderstood. And you went through that self-love ascension. You started to learn how to take care of yourself and how to love yourself and how to cut people out of your life who are toxic to you and harmful to you and treat you like shit because you recognize that you don't deserve to be treated like shit. You don't. And you're taking responsibility of your traumas by changing your life and changing your perception and now realizing that love is when someone genuinely cares for you and treats you how you deserve to be treated. And as you recognize this now, you will never let somebody undermine you or treat you like shit again, because I'm so happy that you went through this transformation, but I can feel the sadness that you guys went through so fucking powerfully, man. And it's, it's bad. Like I, I'm on the verge of having a fucking men like <laughs> a crying and shit. This is the most intense reading I've ever had. Holy fuck, man. But I'm so proud of you because you got through the cycle. You got through the trauma. And as you've broken this cycle or broken this cycle now moving forward, you're no longer desensitized to love too. You're open to it. You're open to real love with the right kind of person. You're open to the right kind of relationships and forming the right kinds of bonds. How you continue to know your worth. Because you are gonna get that beautiful dream relationship that you've always wanted. You are gonna be with that right person because no longer are you manifesting or staying around in cycles where people can negatively impact your life and treat you like shit. The moment you recognize your worth, you'll never let a person do that to you again. So you are always now moving forward. You are gonna vibe with the right people. You are gonna stick around with the right people and you are gonna stay with people that treat you how you deserve to be treated. And I love that for you because now that you recognize that you are worthy of good relationships, of love, of genuine people, you will never allow any negative person that brings you down or puts you in a negative place ever again that is banished from your circle. You went through it and it was it was painful, a painful transformation. It was an intense one. It was something that was hurtful, but it's feeling liberating now. You feel free from all the things you've gone through. Gemini full moon we just had, most likely that could have been an important day for you. You might've felt a huge release come out of you as well. Because as we're moving now into January 2020, things are changing for you rapidly in the way that you view yourself and the connections that you will be manifesting into your life will be so much more pure and so much more beautiful. You're not gonna fear no more people trying to be more controlling over you. You're not gonna fear people trying to be more powerful over you because you're recognizing that you are the empress and you have both of those energies, divine masculine and divine feminine. You are really grounding yourself this month and you are really grounding yourself this year to not settle for anything that you are less deserving of. You're no longer that person who takes all the shit from anyone. You are the person who's gonna genuinely sit down and enjoy life because you deserve to live a life that's worth living. You deserve to live an enjoyable life surrounded by good energy, good people, good vibes. And also, uh, don't forget, Christmas Day voting. FolioWeekly.com, F-O-L-I-O Weekly, W-E-E-K-L-Y.com. Go to best of 2020, best personality. I'll put it all on my Instagram social media and please vote for me um getting that plaque with my ugly truth podcast on it would mean so much to me because i see that plaque as an award for all the shit that i've been through and all the people i'm helping and it just feels good to physically see it
So please vote um, Christmas Day. You can vote once a day, every day until the 10th of January. And also, um, I have a surprise guest speaker for next week's episode, which will be on Christmas Day. It's going to be um, Your Soul's Journey Terror. She was on episode 27. Oh, she's my soul sister. Um, she, I had so many good feedbacks on her episode. Um, so we're going to end 2019 and this horrible fucking decade in a good note with one of my favorite guest speakers that I've had on my Ugly Truth podcast. So check that out. Little bird, little bird, spread your wings phone calls when she hit me, I don't answer Cause I'm faded, I ain't tryna listen to another lecture She said, I know you well, why you don't let me in to help you? These groupies at these parties, they don't even know the real you Push me so far, then I got nothing else to tell you If I don't make you happy, hope success and all the wealth the Mistakes can always turn into another lesson, though Say I'm selfish, but you're telling me what I already know Don't ask about me, you'll be happier to let you know you Just don't budge, you're just like an old judge Can't you see we got stains on us, this is no smudge you you got every right to hate me, but you still hold no grudge You gotta go, even though it hurts us, this for certain Even though I'd hate to see you with another person And even though you'll always be there and my heart just lurking Haunting me, I gotta find myself and now I'm searching I wish you happiness, one day you'll find the right one You're a queen, you deserve to be treated like one Karma is a bitch, I'm well aware one day it might come Yeah, one day it might come An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. Save me a press.